Ah, the Sage Advice Podcast. Has it been has it been long for you guys? Did it feel like you were missing something in your life? Do you feel excited to hear this deep man voice and hear all the depressing shit I have to say along with other fellow depressed artists? Because I missed it. I missed reliving all of my dark times and talking about it here with no censor and also just talking about it with no sense of boundary or understanding that you don't need to share all of that. Like, no one needs to hear that. Like, no one's going to benefit from that except you, Sage. Like, you don't need to be so narcissistic. But guess what? I don't care, bitch. You know who else I brought on? Another damaged bitch to talk about her damage problems. Because we love damage. We love damaged bitches on this podcast that talk about their emotions shamelessly and without guilt. And just embrace it. They embrace their damagedness. They embrace their darkness. They embrace their sadness. And they go with it. That's their brand. That's who we are here for today. And to make it even better... To make this episode even darker, because I know you bitches have been missing the darkness in the past, what, after, I think it was after episode 100, I was like, we're not doing that anymore. Growth. Nope. That only lasted 13 episodes, bitch. We are back to talk about our emotions. Joining me today is the only person in high school that didn't say homophobic things. Here we are with (laughs) Megan. Megan, how does it feel to not be homophobic or racist? Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, if, this, if you say damage one more time, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I cried twice in my car unprovoked for no reason today. How many times did you cry today? Uh, you know what? I actually didn't cry today, surprisingly. This episode's canceled. Never mind. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. I'll probably cry tomorrow. But... <laughs> She's probably going to turn face. off this FaceTime and think about all of the shit she said and just be like, Wow. I fuck. She's gonna be like, this episode's trash. Can we record next week? Like, I felt pretty good about life, but uh, now I'm feeling real sad. <laughs> no, you're not damaged. I just felt like it was funny. <laughs> okay. I just felt like it was funny. I'd be like, it's really funny to to say that. And now she's like crying right now. I made her cry. <laughs> I made a guest cry on the podcast. This is a podcast first but not a podcast last (laughs) yeah you're right you're right she's like god i should have left this bitch on block like i could not like why did i think this was a good idea (laughs) these are things these are things that need to be addressed and i appreciate that um that you uh mentioned that i'm not homophobic (laughs) that's like a quality that i like i'm super glad (laughs) Yeah, well, here's the thing. So this is Megan Robbins. Uh, For the people that are listening now uh, that are from Megan's, like, following, I went to high school with Megan. Uh, Megan was really cool. I was the weird fat kid in high school. Um, It was really weird. I mean, it was really funny how that we still kind of talked, even though I was so different and outside but it's really fun to have you on the podcast now because I feel, I don't feel the uh, the weirdness. Like, I don't feel out of place talking to you anymore. And I was really... Well, we used to go to lunch together. We had, like, Pie Tuesdays Exactly. Whatever, right? Yeah. And it, it so feels... why do you think you were the weird fat kid? Because we I felt out of place. I felt like it was weird talk. Like, I felt, you know, I felt like it wasn't, like, it wasn't supposed to happen. 
But I was happy to have to revisit this because it doesn't feel out of place anymore. It doesn't feel weird or labeled or, like, right. out, of, out of sorts. So I was very excited to, like, do... The, I mean, at first, let me be honest. When I started the season again, uh, at episode 100, I ended it. I was like, no more revisiting. None of that. We're not doing any of that here on the podcast. We're just going to keep doing new artists, new stuff. Right. What Mariposa behind us, we are moved on growth. But then, thank you, Jazz, for encouraging me to go back into that because she said it would be different, and she said, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting to see the difference and compare and contrast, and the story on this podcast is going to be interesting. And it absolutely is already just pre, pre-recording. pre I was already, like, excited. So I'm very excited to have you on. Um, so tell me what has changed for, since four years ago. So this is what I remember. First of all, your art and your music. That's what I remember. What has changed just in your art and music so far? Just the, the artistic growth that since I since the last time I've seen your work. Uh, well, when I first when I first moved to San Luis Obispo, I thought that I like wanted to be an artist. Like I I enrolled for you know watercolor drawing, all these different art classes, art appreciation, all that kind of stuff. Art was my major. And, um, that's kind of like what everybody else thought I was going to do. And that's kind of like what I wanted to do too. But when I, I did it for a couple semesters and I hated it, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was seriously like awful, like seriously, like shout out to Bothwell because he made art like so fun and so awesome. And that's why I wanted to do art was because of that class. And all of my classes in college were like so awful (laughs) you know and that might just be for me like other people might have like awesome art college experiences but uh so in um downtown Paso Robles there's a non-profit studio art center so I just kind of walked in there and said you know I don't know if I necessarily want to be an artist but I really want to be involved with art somehow and like some aspect and uh since they're a non-profit um you know, they said, well, we can't really, ha- we don't have the money to, to pay you, but if you would like to volunteer, you can volunteer. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. So every Friday, I would go in for about three hours, and I did that for about a year. And they would just kind of slowly give me more and more work. They would train me in different um, varieties of work that I could get, and then eventually they decided to, to hire me. So um, I love being around it. The artists are so awesome. It's such an awesome place to be. Um, since it's a nonprofit, every person that's there is super dedicated and they're there because they want to be, not because they need the money or anything like that. Um, but I love it. I just recently, I started teaching, um, kids from like seven to 12. So I am making art, um, just like kid projects, like little watercolor, mixed media stuff. But as far as, you know, when I was in high school, I'd make a, a piece of a week and I don't do that anymore, but. Fortunately, I, I teach these classes where I could be around little kids and teach them how to paint simple stuff and basically use everything that Bothwell taught me and teach to these little kids. And it's super awesome and inspiring to see these little kids doing art. So, now let's, uh, let's get into your music. Like, talk about it. I feel like everybody, I feel like it's n- like you show it, but I never feel like you talk about it enough. Like, where is this coming from? Um, well, I, I like for music, like I, uh, my dad plays guitar and like, I always wanted, like I wanted to learn, I wanted to bond with him. 
Um, he taught me a couple chords and I loved it. And I would play just like with my, with my mom and my dad and, you know, in my room by myself or whatever. And then, um, I don't remember when I posted my first video. I think I posted my first video, um, like the summer after I graduated, I, I started playing my ukulele and I posted a video and people were being really nice. And they're like, wow, like this is cool. And whatever, <laughs> like, you know, so like, cause I was never music. Like I am not trying to be a musician. Like I'm not trying to be a singer. I've never done it to pursue anything. I just do it cause it's fun for me. And it's like, it's meditation and it, you know, I've just always loved doing it. And then I was just like, yeah, like maybe I'll post a video. Like, <laughs> like, you know, not, not trying to get myself out there or anything, but just to post and have fun. And um, people would send me song requests and it just I, started becoming more and more fun. I want me. you to know, I cannot relate to any of this. For those of you guys wondering, I cannot relate. <laughs> relate to what? You're like, people love me. I get requests. <laughs> opposite. Total opposite. I get messages that are like, stop. You do not. You do not. <laughs> I, like, I definitely have people around me giving me confidence boosters for sure because nobody. I wouldn't be posting or anything. I've never played live. I've like, oh, there's a bar downtown where a lot of, like I have a couple friends that play like every Monday. They'll get up on stage and play. I will not do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I can record in my room by myself and post a video, but like getting up on stage at a bar is like something that is really out of my comfort zone. Maybe one day, but for now I'm like, I'll just chill in my room and <laughs> play for you know, my cat. <laughs> perform, perform for my phone, you know, cause if I screw up, I can just delete it. Like if I screw up on stage, it's like, well, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, here we are. Yeah. This is awkward. I'm just going to walk off now. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and scene. <laughs> it's just, like, not... Yeah. I can feel the anxiety of her talking about it. <laughs> I know. I'm like... Because, like, I'll be somewhere and they'll be like, okay, Megan, you're next. I put you on the list. And I'm like, you're, you're shit out of luck because I'm not going up there. Yeah, I think the fuck not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I love it. I mean, I love throwing a guitar in my car and going wherever, going camping or whatever, but I'm not trying to pursue any kind of music. Same. I would never. Someone asked me, they're like, do you see yourself, like, playing an instrument or, like, being a musician? And I was just like, I disappoint my parents enough, sis. Like, (laughs) we're good. Didn't you play something? I got bongos one time, and I just got them because they were good decor. Like, and, yeah, and they were just like, yeah. And they were, didn't know what to do when I told them that I disappoint my parents. I'm like, we never talked about it again. We were just like, <laughs> now we know where Sage is at. Like, now we know where. You, you catch people off guard. They're like, oh, wait, that's real dark. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, okay, so she has issues. Got it. <laughs> Duly noted, don't mention her parents again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love bongos. Send me your bongos. They're good decor. I thought we talked about this. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this makes my room look hipster. I need these. (laughs) I'm going to set up half my garage as a studio for the podcast. So it's going to look amazing in there. (laughs) Cool. That's awesome. 
Yes. Now, uh, let's get into this one. Talk about... So you're not producing any work. Like, you're not producing any artwork. Like, how do you feel about not producing any work? Um, I don't, I don't really feel that bad about it. You don't, you don't feel like you're missing something? No, I don't, because, you know, I, I'm in school now for marketing. I kind of changed my major, and, um, I, when I did art in high school, I really just did it because it was, like, a getaway for me. Like, you know, I just liked putting on my favorite music and just painting and being in my own little world and... I don't think my mindset was ever really um, that I wanted to be an artist or sell any of my work. I think I just, it was just a meditation for me. And, you know, and sometimes they just happen to look kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> so um, be, working at this art studio and being surrounded by artists and get, being able to work with art is really kind of enough for me that I don't feel the need to produce any work. Um, the projects that I do with the kids, I mean, that's, you know, as long as I'm involved, like, I've always told myself, like, if you're not going to, you know, spend a lot of time making cool paintings or trying to sell paintings, like, just at least have something in your life that has to do with art. Like, just stay involved somehow. And I'm really involved and I'm, I'm really happy with what I'm doing. So I just don't really, like, feel the need. I mean... Sometimes I'll, like, pack up my car and, like, go to the beach, and I have friends that will, will go and, like, paint rocks. Like, <laughs> I have, seriously, like, I have, like, a bag filled with, like, old paints, and we'll just go down to the beach and start painting rocks. Like, and, you know, and it's med it's all, like, a meditation thing. It's, it, it's never been, like, you know, it's the same thing with music. Like, I play music because it makes me feel good. I'm not trying to be a professional or make money off of it. I am so jealous that you can, like, take a break from it and not feel like you're missing out. And, like, you're still fulfilled just by watching it. Like, yeah. I literally cannot do that. <laughs> right. I hate the feeling. Like, just the month I was off, I was just, like, I was chilling for, like, a two days. <laughs> and then, yeah. like... The rest of the time, I was just like, okay, I need to hit the ground. I need to start researching. I need to get it. And then so I did the research, and within weeks, I had to do interviews, like, all week. I was like, I cannot do this. <laughs> like, we're done. Yeah. Like, just yeah. going to art shows, I get inspired. I'm like, okay, I have to do something to, like, express this. Like, it provoked too much emotion. I have to express it. <laughs> right. No, I totally get that. So I I'm just think I have, I have like... I get so caught up in everything I have to get done at work and everything that, like, by the time I have free time, I, I either, like, do laundry or I'm, like, I just want to watch a movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, so I have all the materials, though. I mean, I mean, I might pull it out and make something, but. Okay, Megan, so you don't also, know this. You are half, you are going to have to bust some paintings out for the Stage of Rest podcast. Like, no, I'm dead ass serious. Look, this wall is starting to form of all Sage Advice podcast pieces that artists have done. And I think there's like a piece right there too by a, someone I had on the podcast. Like, you just have to do it. Like, you I just, have to do it? You got to. You have to. Like, I'll come up with something totally random and then I'll just like mail it to you. It just has to say Sage Advice podcast on it. Other than that, you do you. Okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> now, this painting above you, who did that piece? 
Oh, so this one, um, his name is Vincent Bernardi. So he used to be a resident artist at the studio that I work at, um, studios on the park. So there's, it's basically like a big building and there's little individual rooms that um, local artists rent to work out of. So kind of like our, our idea is the community can come in and see an artist at work. So he rented out one of the spaces and he posted a video of him painting it and I instantly fell in love with it and I I messaged him and I was like, Hey, how much for that painting? <laughs> and he I mean he pretty he makes them pretty pricey. This painting was six hundred dollars. So shows how much I love art, right? So I basically was like, I can give you three hundred dollars tomorrow if you let me just make payments on it. He's like, All right, so um, I made payments to him and uh ended up owning it it's the most i've ever spent on a piece of art ever but i mean like it's just cool like <laughs> it's insane it i love it, it it's great yes it reminds me of a uh, foster's home for imaginary friends <laughs> did you ever watch that yes yeah like i saw that i saw it and i was like this is home <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah, my, my entire room is filled with paintings that either I did or somebody else did, but none of them are, like, store-bought. I'm stepping up my game. My whole wall is, like, it's going to be dedicated to artists. I'm stepping up my game. We out here. Yeah. We're going to do it. Next Misfits poster. Yeah, well, that is my inspiration piece. So, first of all, I'm glad all of my podcasts interviewees can see it you that he's the reason why you're here today <laughs> put some respect on his name <laughs> have some fucking respect <laughs> I, I respect it i respect it <laughs> okay so i was going through your instagram as one does doing my research Okay. And I was listening, I went to the gym before I did this podcast, so I, my stomach wouldn't feel like it's going to fall out of its ass because I have so much anxiety. And then, um, The Man Who Sold the World came on, Acoustic by Kurt Cobain, covered by, it was a David Bowie cover. And I don't know, I was listening to it and, like, the tone of it, and, like, I listened to your cover of Creep this morning. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, listening, and then I wasn't listening, like, to listen to the song, I was listening to, for the, the voice and the tone, and I was, like, thinking about you covering Creep, and I was thinking about Man Who Sold the World, Kurt Cobain's style of it, and I was like, why the fuck hasn't Megan covered Man Who Sold the World yet? <laughs> I don't even know if I've heard it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You guys understand why... I've been avoiding this High School Reunions episode. Do you understand why I am the way I am now? Hey, if you send it to me, maybe I have heard it, but I probably have. But you need to send it to she me. She probably has. Time. She probably has, honestly. She smoked some weed in high school, so she probably has heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just send it to me. I'll cover it if the chords aren't too hard. <laughs> she has wine brain. Like, she drinks a lot of wine at these art galleries. Like, don't judge her. Oh, God. <laughs> Only I can do that. Exactly. <laughs> Just this once. <coughs> okay. I'm going to send her the song. That's going to be the uh, 
the promo piece for the episode. I'll do a shout out if I post it. <laughs> and then I'm gonna repost it and be like, "This bitch didn't know who they were till I <laughs> till <laughs> till this podcast." <laughs> I'm gonna cover it in a Pink Floyd t-shirt. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) Top five songs that we should listen to right now. Top five? Yeah. God, that's such a hard question. I literally listen to every genre of music, so it's like... Top five, like, for what kind of mood? Do... Do one for, like, dick appointments... Okay. One for content creating, one when you're feeling sad, and one when you're feeling anxious. Oh, and then one just because uh, it's a banger. Okay, so probably anxiety for when I'm feeling anxious. Because uh-huh. it fits. <laughs> Dick appointment song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, my first thought is like Bryson Tiller. <laughs> um damn oh one when i'm sad Mm -hmm. i don't know this is a hard question uh let me think of a song that i listen to when i'm sad um what was i just listening to today let me go (laughs) (laughs) let me go to my list my sad playlist, you can find it on Sage Advice Podcast music <laughs> playlist on Spotify. Oh, oh, duh, I'm such a dumb bitch. Uh, See, you can't think of it, I can't think of a song right now. I listen to so much music. Holes, Holes Miss World. Uh, or for those of you that hate Courtney Love because she killed Kurt Cobain, another one is Feels Blind by uh, Bikini Kill. For those of you that know, Bikini Kill. And Courtney Love had beef. So, fun fact for you. <laughs> you're welcome. No one's gonna know who the fuck you're talking about. But remember, I know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should send me videos just of sharing that random ass fact. Just to see people not know what you're talking about. So you understand how I feel on a daily basis. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your one for just a random song that you had for people? Uh, there's a song I've had stuck in my head. I actually played it today. Um, it's called I Like You Better When You're High. Uh-huh. And it literally says, because when you're high, you never make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a great beat. Like, it's... That's, like, the song on the top of my head because I literally listened to it, like, 20 minutes ago. What are who? Are, what are some new like hip hop band? Like what's some? I know you like some rap. You like some hip hop. You like to do ukulele covers. You live yeah, your best Caucasian life. Like what is your best hip hop? <laughs> my best what? What is your top? What is your uh, rap hip hop suggestion for us? Rap hip hop. Yeah. I listen to like like. I like old school stuff. Like, I like, like, <laughs> you're going to call me a poser. I totally like, like, Mac Dre or E-40 or Notorious. Um, I don't really listen to any of the new stuff. I honestly really like Nicki Minaj, her old stuff, like her first 
like her first couple albums. Um, I don't really like her new new stuff, really. Cardi B annoys the crap out of me. Oh my god, I only work out to Cardi B. Can't really don't know some her. Some of her some of her stuff is like really like empowering, like woman like songs that I really like because I'm like yeah, like that guy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what she sings about, but like I'm not a fan. Um, oh, you know what? You know who I listen to? Who? Bad baby. <laughs> and I get so much crap for that, but honestly, like, I'm a fan. I don't even need to give you crap about it. <laughs> exactly. Like, when you said that, I was just like, I fucking knew it. Literally every single one of my friends, like, hate me because of that. They're like, how can you listen to her? Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I honestly don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I listen to it, and sometimes I think, like, this is not good, but I listen to it anyway. Like, I don't know what it is. Me. Me when I listen to Morrissey and the Smiths. I'm like, this is not okay. This is unacceptable behavior, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, I think it's, like, the same reason, like, when people used to watch, like, Degrassi. And, like, stuff like That show fucking because... slaps. Do not talk about Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, or, or freaking Gossip Girl. Like, you're watching it, and you're like, wow, this is garbage. But I've never watched that I'm... show. What? Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah, I got super hooked on it. It was literally the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but, like, I was seriously watching it, like, wow, this is so dumb, but I really want to know what happens next. Like, <laughs> bad, bad baby. Like, <laughs> You know what shitty-ass show I watch, and I send live reviews to Bonnie about it, is Riverdale. Riverdale. Oh, it's... Is that on? I don't have Netflix. Is that on Netflix? It's on. It's on regular TV as well. All right. So, I started watching Riverdale, and I was like posting about it on my story. All right. And Bonnie like messages me, and she just goes off. (laughs) (laughs) She goes off, right? And then like since then, for like three fucking seasons, I've just been sending her reviews of Riverdale. (laughs) (laughs) Just invest with her. No, because she fucking loves the reviews. Like, she's here for it. She's a fan oh. of the podcast. For those of you who don't know, Bonnie's a fan of the podcast, but she also... I went to high school with her. So, <laughs> she listens to the podcast. So, it was, like, her getting a, a... Like, a... If she paid... If I had a Patreon, I would literally do that for people. I would just send them live reviews of shit. Like, if they tell me the show to watch, I would live review it for them. And I want you to know, Bonnie would probably get a cut of that, because she's the reason why that happened... And that idea was produced. Like, she is... She lives for it. She loves the live reviews, and I'm gonna start a Patreon, so $50 a DM. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just get one of those premium Snapchats. (laughs) There you go. We would do that. We would. We would do that for you. I would do that for you guys. It's not a we thing. This all is all ran by myself, but... Okay. This is something I wanted to address. I am focusing all on women artists on the podcast because it's been brought to my attention that, at least in my community, that a lot of women artists aren't brought to the forefront. What is that on a general... Like, you you probably know more of commercialized, traditional art. Is that, like, a thing? Like, women artists are not brought to the forefront enough. Like, in your gallery... What's the ratio, the percentage of men and women in the gallery producing work? Um, honestly, it's it's completely 50-50. Ooh, okay. It's, so it's, it's a community 50/50. thing. That's why I'm doing a poll. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So um, we have our resident artist. So I mean, the founder of studios is a woman, and her okay. daughter is the executive director. She runs everything, and um, there's just as many resident female artists as males. And our show right now, um, we change our show every month. Our show right now is called Partners. So it's all based off of um, couples that do art together. So it'll have, like, the wife's work, and then right next to it have the husband's work, and then it shows, like, how different they are or how similar they are. So it's – this show especially is, uh, you know, it's totally 50-50. I have never, like, noticed or heard about female artists not being as recognized. If anything, I would think that – I mean – I feel like there's, this could be totally wrong, but I've noticed more female artists, but I've never, I've never noticed that. The T sis. So here all along, I'm thinking, oh, it must be a commercialized thing. No, just in my community, the T. Ooh, look at that. Really? Yeah, I've never noticed that. I've noticed that too. Well, what happened was is someone, I'm not going to spill the tea, because this tea might be too hot and controversial, and might affect my bookings (laughs) for the podcast. (laughs) But I'm going to say it, because this is my show and I do whatever I want. Right. And honestly, if you're upset, or you're uncomfortable by the statement, or the story that produced this season, or this uh, little playlist that's going to happen, is a fellow, an artist mentioned to me that she noticed that there weren't she like she was collabing on this event and she's like yeah there was only like two other girls and then i was like oh that's funny bruh the my automatic like feminist brain was like there's something going on around here (laughs) well i feel like that might just be coincidental right? right so i thought the same thing so then I was like, huh, it could have just been the event, right? I thought the same thing you, you did. I was like, I'm not going to go off. Like, I'm just going to, like, be observant. I'm going to see what's going on here. So I go to my Art Hop events where I get all of my lovely guests on. Thank you, Art Hop. Thank you, Fresno, right? I was still was kind of in the back of my head. I was like, maybe they just don't know a lot of women artists. Like, these people that are booking these things are just booking their bros. Because a lot of people that do this are are men like you can see like a lot of them are men artists and i was like maybe they just you know you're used to being around the same gender they're just booking the same artists and i was like but you know what i'm gonna find women artists women artists women know other women that's what we do and i found a lot of women artists all right and then i was like i'm gonna stop asking other artists i'm gonna do this on my own to see if i can find women artists on my own I fucking go and literally only found like maybe five to six female artists. So I was like, the T, like what the fuck is going on? Conspiracy theory. (laughs) Right. So since then, I've just been asking other artists about, is there a split? Is there some type of boys club going on here? What is happening here? I need to know. What is happening in this community? I got you, girls. <laughs> now I'm going to start my own girl gang of artists that just paint vaginas and yell about... Can <laughs> yell about this, this, this... Whatever the fuck is going on, we have not yet labeled it, but I'm still investigating. I do not have a yet... I do not have, like, a, a said theory on what is going on. 
I'm just trying to feel out what's going on in this art community. Right. <laughs> right. I can tell you what goes on in my community. It's a boys club, hands down. It's a very tight-knit club in the podcast community. There's not a lot of women. And this isn't like a community thing. And it's, yeah, it's a, a boys club. So in traditional art, I don't know yet. So this is the opening of the season. I just want to share with you, we're having all women artists on since it's been brought to my attention that maybe, who knows, women artists need more attention. So this is what the op- this is what this next couple of months is going to be. And in June, we are going to have a Pride Month episode. Gay shit all June. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about gay shit all June, and I am ready. <laughs> Great, me too. We are ready for all the gay shit. But for now, let's just talk about conspiracy theories against women. <laughs> <laughs> let's start some shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never, I've never noticed that. It's always been very equal. I'm very, I'm happy to hear that. Um, At least in my setting. In your setting. I don't know about my setting. I'm still discovering it. I'm still learning. Now, uh, let's talk about this. You don't watch, you don't have Netflix? No, I actually, I don't have TV or Wi-Fi in my apartment. I have a TV and like a, um, a DVD player. Was this so in- literally, I, I watched a lot of DVDs. <laughs> Was this intentional? Um, well, I mean, like, I could get Wi-Fi, but I just, I, every time I have the money, I like, would rather spend it on something else. Um, so yeah, I just have a lot of DVDs, and I have like four channels. I get like um, Laugh TV it shows like the the. Uh, I get like Home Improvement, and if I'm lucky, sometimes I get like Family Guy and Friends. But <laughs> but, but yeah, I just watch a lot of DVDs. I I don't really like. I don't know. I just never had the need to get Wi-Fi. I cannot relate. Uh, next question. Also- <laughs> 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 then what are your favorite movies then? Um, so the movies that I've watched the most, um, Pretty Woman. Okay. Okay. Fifty First Dates. Fucking banger. Yes. I've seen both of those probably like 40 times. Uh, I don't know. Bonnie always says I have a bad taste in movies because I literally just like super cheesy like love stories. Like I'm like, oh, Edward Scissorhands or Napoleon Dynamite. I'm gonna watch these like all week. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't like I like. I would rather watch like the same couple movies than get new ones. And I get shit for it all the time. Didn't you dress up as Napoleon Dynamite? Mm, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was a different white person. My bad. <laughs> Okay, another conspiracy theory I have, and I just want you to confirm it. Because I was making a joke about white people. I am white myself, for those of you that don't know. But anyways, (laughs) I was making a joke because my friend is, like, really into, like, painting sunflowers. And I was like, oh, yeah, all the white bitches in my high school would have loved you because I think every other white girl at my high school got sunflower tattoos. Now, is this true, yes or no? Because she thinks I'm joking. Oh, you said that? I said that. I said every other white girl I went to high school with, as soon as they turned 18, they got a sunflower tattoo. Like, or some form of a sunflower tattooed on them. I can't think of anybody who has a sunflower. 
I'm not expecting you to call someone out, but like. <laughs> first of all, I'm pretty sure someone did. And first of all, Crystal, bitch, I know you have a fucking sunflower or flower form on your thigh. I'm pretty sure you got a floral tattoo on you. Oh, oh, I just thought of like two other people. Okay. Yeah, I, there are. Oh, yeah. there is another white girl too. She doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say it. I'm, no, actually, I'm not going to say it because that's problematic and she'll probably act all dumb about it. Never mind. But <laughs> there's two other people I thought of too. So I was right. We didn't yeah, go to a big definitely. high school, so it was pretty easy to be like a lot of white girls got that sunflower tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. You have tattoos, right? Yes. I have one tattoo. Is it a sunflower tattoo? No, I have a um, music note on my knuckle. That's it? You only have one tattoo? I only have one tattoo, yeah. And I just got this, like, last November. <laughs> Why aren't we getting more tattoos? Like, what is going on here? I honestly never wanted tattoos. It was never something that, like, I really wanted. I just, um, I, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird story. But I was working with um, this guy at uh, a brewery, and we have, like, a tablet where we enter our, our orders. So he was entering an order into the tablet, and he had, like, a leaf, like, on his finger. And I was like, that looks kind of cute. <laughs> like, I just thought, like, the knuckle tattoo, because normally knuckle tattoos are, like, kind of, like, edgy looking, I guess. Very but true. It just, you know, it just looked very delicate, and it looked really cool, and it just looked cute. And I was like, oh, it's kind of like, I want to get something. And I've always either wanted, like, you're going to call me a basic white girl, but I've, I've honestly always wanted either a music note or a peace sign. I like that. No, that's not, like, so, too basic, but it's, like, still respectable. Yeah, so I got the music note on my finger, and I might get a peace sign on my other finger, but I, I don't know. I just, I like the one. I never really, I'm not huge on tattoos, so I, I probably won't get any more, and if I do, it'll be really small. But it's too much commitment for me. <laughs> <laughs> Mood. <laughs> Well, my family was never really about tattoos either, you know, like if I came home, like if I drew on my hand with a pen, remember when that was like super popular, people yes. drawing on you and stuff? Yes. My dad would get so pissed when I'd get home. He'd be like, go wash that off your arms, blah, blah, blah. So I've never just really been about tattoos. But... Yep. Yeah, see, I needed to talk about this. So conspiracy theory confirmed. So stop calling me an asshole. that doesn't make you an asshole that's observation right (laughs) but it was my delivery (laughs) how does it flower tats (laughs) no like the flower tattoos though but like the flower coming off with like a quote Everyone has their own thing, you know? Like if, if You and, like, like 15 other, 50 other white girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did they all hey, look dude, the Mexican same? girls get sunflowers, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's or they true. know they get roses. Oh, see? Exactly. Yeah. It's true. Big facts. It's just, her and I both study uh, marketing I study public relations promoting, so she knows what's up. So her and I are both right. Do not come for us. We, we, <laughs> we are literally trained to observe on what sells, 
Okay? Yeah, and her and I, I totally both know what sells. And it's bitches and flowers. <laughs> 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 bitches and their fucking flowers with, like, these stupid-ass quotes that they found on the internet, like, 20 years ago. They literally oh, just went to Instagram and, and clicked the inspirational hashtag, and they're like, I want that on my body. <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, how marketing works. That's what I've been learning for the past six weeks in the whole three years of studying promoting. <laughs> yep. People are yep. dumb. <laughs> oh, well. What do? <laughs> I'm really glad I don't have a sunflower in a quote because I feel really bad right now. No, I, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad because I want people to know this. You're dumb. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just shamed a whole community. I literally just cut my audience, like, all the way in half. You know who's gonna, like, listen to me now? Just, like, angry LGBTQ that agree with me. And then, like, maybe, maybe, maybe a few gay men in there that were, like, they're, like, she's onto something here. We love the shade. We love the shade. (laughs) Oh, God. So tell me, um... What are some artists that people should know about? Mainstream artists, though. Let's do some mainstreams, because I feel like a lot of people do local, but I want to do more mainstream, like, traditional artists. Mm. Honestly, like, the only artists that I'm involved with or that I look at their art are the ones that I work with. Like, I'm completely... This is, like, such a shameful thing to say. But I'm, like, completely unaware of, like, what's going on out there. Like, I'm so wrapped, like, I'm so dedicated to this place. And I'm so in love with this place that, like, if you showed me any piece of work from that gallery, I could tell you who did it. But if you showed me someone from, like, you know. If I showed you, yeah, any of the other pieces, any of the people I've had on their piece, I'm the same way, though. I know right away, like, which Fresno artist did it. Right, right, because you can totally tell, and it's really cool, and people have, like, different mediums and totally, like, their own style and everything, but I I just, like, I put my entire heart and brain into into studios. Like, those are the artists that, like, I've met them all personally, I'm super in love with all of them, like, they love me, I love them, like, I'm completely, and I market them, you know, like, that's my job there, is I do all the promotions, I do all the online calendars, submissions, um, I do all of our social media, so, like, they are my main focus because their stuff is what I'm selling. So, I mean, if you come in, if you come to Paso, I'll show you what's up. <laughs> okay, I don't drink anymore, and I don't like the ocean, and I get sunburnt. I'm not by the ocean. I'm, like, 40 <laughs> minutes from the ocean. <laughs> like, oh, you want to know about the last time I went to Paso Robles? Okay. okay. I was 20 years old. Morrissey was supposed to pay at the Paso Robles Fair, all right? Now, those of you that don't know, Morrissey is, used to be, literally, he encompasses everything I've ever felt in my whole life. Like, if we can take out all of the sad and all of the dark, and we put it in one person, and, like, in their lyrics, it was Morrissey, right? So, bitch was dedicated. I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go to Paso Robles. I know... Uh, I don't, like, really like the ocean, and I can't drink wine because I was 20 at the time, right? Okay. Bitch doesn't show up, and I was like, 
I'm, my lips are sealed. Like, I'm not telling anybody that shit. That was embarrassing, right? It makes national fucking news because it broke his record of all the canceled shows he's ever done. In, like, the past, like, couple, like, not even a decade, all right? Oh, oh God. So since then, I was like, you know what? We're good. We don't need to go back there. <laughs> well, Paso wasn't even really the beach. Like, Paso, like, it's and it's grown not. so much. Like, well, now that, well, you don't drink, but it's, uh, it's still really cool. Like, there's lots of really cool restaurants, and, like, the fair is all right. And like, <laughs> Demi Lovato was there. Yeah, and she, like, overdosed, like, the next day. <laughs> Iconic. It was from that Paso Robles heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really go to the fair, but even when I lived in Mariposa, like, I wasn't really about the fair either. It's just, like, hot and miserable and smells like cows. Like, I'm not about it. I'm not about it. But now I feel I feel different. Like, now I want to see the art scene for myself in Paso Robles. Like, I want to see it for myself. Yeah, no, totally. Um, there's not really, like, we're the only gallery, you know, but... Uh, Iconic. There's galleries in Cambria and Cayucas and, like, all the beaches, like, Morro Bay, like... There's really cool galleries and really cool art. It's a cool place to be. That's it. So now we have a new reason to go to Paso Robles. And it's going to happen. And we're going to meet Megan's cat. Yeah, squirrel. I love squirrel. Oh my god. I have people who like, they message me all the time. They're like, I haven't even met squirrel, but I love him. (laughs) I'm like, you should. (laughs) Okay, like, why doesn't he have his own Instagram yet? Like, why are you like... I've gotten that too. Like, I really, he actually has one that I made when I was like, cause I got him, uh, like sophomore year and I made him one when I was in high school and it's literally called it's me squirrel bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And it has like one photo on it, but I need to make him one though, really, because he's so weird and funny and like, I think it would be. How are you going to exercise your marketing if your cat doesn't have its own Instagram? I know. I already manage three Instagram accounts. Like, I don't want to manage another one and put time into marketing my cat. Like, Listen, cats are really popular. You'll probably get a lot of success from the cat, honestly. I know. I know. <laughs> I've seen these profiles that are like, they have like the little like blue check. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? I don't know. But, um, but I'm like, wow, I could probably get that for squirrel. like Like, are you really a marketer if you don't market animals (laughs) i I know i need to make a post that'd be like if i made an instagram for squirrel who would follow it no you just need to do it like you just need to do it and not say anything about it yeah just so you know like you're legit like you're a legit like marketer just to just to if I can market Squirrel, I can market anything. If you can market squir- Squirrel without using your own platform that has a lot of followers, then you are legit. Sure, that's a good challenge. I'll have to try that out. Exact. See, I have a, like a, a private Instagram of my. I'm not even like it's so private, like nobody knows. And like I just do it to test, like if I am I good at like promoting. So far, I keep forgetting I have that account. <laughs> but the point is... So what is, do you do? You just follow a bunch of people? No. There's different strategies. See, nobody knows how to hack Instagram. That's the fun part about it. Is like, how do you promote Instagram? There was a whole Netflix documentary about it. You don't have Netflix, but it was called Followers. Or something like that. And it was like a whole documentary on different conspiracy theories on how to be famous on Instagram. 
Yeah, it was in, it was insane. It had all different theories of how to do it, and I was like, got it. And a lot of these artists I have on also talk about promoting themselves on Instagram and how they haven't really hacked it either. Interesting. Shit's crazy, right? Insane. Look at us talking about science. <laughs> science and what we're learning in college. <laughs> I know. No, these are things I need to know, though, because I totally, like, I took a social media marketing thing, and it, like, it had me doing, like, Twitter and Facebook and building a website and stuff like that, and I'm like, Instagram is my main focus. Like, mm-hmm. step up. It's Literally, cool. I have, like, books. Books about promoting and marketing and all that boring shit. It's useful. It's very useful. I use it all the time. But it's like, you don't need to, like, like I hate that I have to take another class about it. It's like, fam, it's not that deep. Like, nobody knows how to hack it. Like, chill. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's just, like, you either get followers or you don't. Bam. Can right. we talk about your aesthetic on Instagram while we're on the subject? What's that? Your aesthetic? Like, your whole Instagram theme? What's My your theme? First of all, you're gonna really play like you don't understand that your fucking Instagram is uh, practically fire. (laughs) 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 That's the best compliment I've ever gotten. (laughs) You're literally like, what are you talking about? Like, my Instagram? Like, it's not even that deep. Like, it's not even that like, What do you mean by, I just didn't know you meant by theme. Like, you're literally like... My Instagram's not even that good. (laughs) Like, pitch. Like, the quality... Like, just, like, looking at the quality of the photos you have, it's, like, goals. (laughs) That's great. I literally was like, is she, like, really acting like she doesn't know that her photos are fire? Like... <laughs> well, it's not like I get that on the first try. Like, I literally, like, my camera roll has, like, 50 of the same photo because I, like, <laughs> I'm so picky about it. Okay, no, it's, like, who, like, the f- content quality, like, when I went on there, I was, like, oh, Megan must have got hacked or, like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Megan must have sold her account. Like, these are really good photos. <laughs> I feel so accomplished right now. <laughs> I was like, Megan must be, like, dating a photographer and have, like, just photographer friends. Like, we really out here. <laughs> like, first of all, let's just talk about all of your photos against colored walls. Second. <laughs> Secondly, let's talk about your lighting. What what apps are you using to filter your photos? Um, okay, wait a minute. What's the, the colored walls? Is that what we're talking about first? First of all, no. I just wanted to mention that you go up to every colored wall in your photo, like in your Instagram, and it had like every other picture is you against a colored wall. And I'm here right. for it. I am here for it. <laughs> my, brother, my brother totally called me out and was like, Oh, he said, stop taking pictures in front of striped walls, because a few of them, there's, like, stripes. Yeah, there's, like, every, that one, too. (laughs) I think it was just, like, at the time, it was just, like, a trend, and I saw other people, like, or other girls, like, posting pictures in front of, like, just, like, bright walls. And so, literally, my friend and I, uh, my friend Aubrey and I, um, 
would go out and we'd be like, ooh, that's a good wall. Like, we literally would go, like, wall hunting. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. Like, we would go wall hunting. Like, we'd just dress up and then get pictures. And um, I haven't done that in a long time. Like, if you, those are all, like, from, like, last year. But it was fun. I was like, because it, it brings out the color of your clothes. It does. It does. Yeah. And the striped ones, um, there's like that. Those are just in front of my garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, this bitch is like hacking the system. Look at her out here, Emma Chamberlain. Who sis? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then second. The filter apps. What are you using? I swear, if you say no filter, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I use filters, but I use Instagram's filters. Really? Yeah. The only other one that I use, let me see what it's called real fast. It's called um, Vintage Lab. So the ones that I have that have like the little like, um, like the little white squigglies. Yeah. I don't know if there's, I know there's a few pictures on there that have the little, like, white squigglies on them. Like, there's one of, um, like, pumpkins. There's one of, like, a wagon full of pumpkins. And I there's, like, it. the little white squigglies. That's Vintage Lab. But all the rest of them are just the, the Instagram filters. This bitch has hacked the system. <laughs> How is that hacking the system? It's just an app. A free app. No, literally. I was just like, how does she do it? <laughs> That's so funny because I literally like I stalk so many people on Instagram and I'm like, how the fuck? Like, are they taking this with their iPhone? Like, what is this? Like That's what I was trying to figure phone? out. I was like, I know she's not a photographer, though. How the fuck did she figure it out? <laughs> yeah, well like it, it's just it's lighting, I guess. It's Everyone's that beach lighting. lighting. That's why I need to go to the beach. I'm gonna make a plan. I should just go to Paso Robles <laughs> and just have you like take pictures in front of walls. Let's go to downtown for my Instagram. Yes, let's do it for my Instagram. We're just gonna make a day of me just going down there so I can fix my Instagram life. There you go, colored walls. It's honestly just like the best key. <laughs> my. But- I told my friend who does murals, and I, like, now that I know, like, walls is, like, when I went through your Instagram again for this episode, I was like, maybe I subconsciously made this joke beforehand for this podcast. Like, I knew the universe was going to align, right? Okay, so my friend, my beautiful, lovely friend Jazz, she's been working on a lot of murals lately, and I told her, I said, wow, Jazz, like, your murals are so beautiful, like, you're so talented, right? Right. Like, girls everywhere are going to get you the popularity you need. <laughs> because people like girls on Instagram love to take pictures behind colorful walls. No, dude, straight up. <laughs> and here we are now talking about... Take a picture in front of my mural and put hashtag jazz whatever and then... And here we are now talking to a woman that purposely takes photos. In front of walls. And maybe I, I, like, subconsciously just, like, thought of you, and then here we are, the universe aligned, and we're talking about taking pictures in front of walls. The Sage Advice podcast... I I, I'm having withdrawals, though. I need to go out and find some good walls. (laughs) (laughs) 
The Sage Advice podcast has been breaking down conspiracy theories this whole episode. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) My theories have withheld, so no one can say I'm bullying or stereotyping because they're all been approved. So... They're all true. They're all true, so... I'm not being a bully. Uh, Exactly. I need to take you... You need to come down to Fresno, and I'll show you all of the murals that you can pose in front of. Perfect. We got you. You fix my Instagram, I get you some wall photos. Perfect. Perfect. If I put this much effort into Squirrel's Instagram, I'd be really good going. <laughs> Make him, you and him have matching flower crowns. <laughs> yes! Yes! Please make him one. <laughs> I have no idea how to make a flower crown. <laughs> I'm sure Amazon flower crown for my cat. <laughs> I'm sure it exists. Probably, yes. Coachella cat costume. <laughs> oh my god there was something else we needed to mention okay your thoughts on artists getting formal training now you completely said fuck it i don't want to do it now um do you think formal training should be like somewhat involved like Um, is it important absolutely I, i think it should um i mean i the only reason why I dropped is um, I kind of just decided that's not what I wanted to do in general, not necessarily because I didn't think I needed the help. Um, there's a lot of artists that I'm friends with who are just naturally awesome. They have a really steady hand and all their lines are straight and they're just super talented. Um, in cases like that, I mean, if you get your dream job handed to you and, you know, whatever, then do it do what you want, (laughs) you know, it's kind of how I feel, but, um, there's definitely a lot of skills in school that, um, that teach you how to be a better artist, you know, and if you feel like you're already a good enough artist, maybe take a marketing class so you can learn how to sell your stuff, like, more efficiently and, you know, things like that, because, like, I always felt like I was good with talking to people, but my, like, one of my weaknesses is, like, um, like being on paper, you know, like sending out emails or typing up things. Like my grammar is awful. My spelling is awful. Like, so school is like something that helps me with that. So everybody has their, has their weakness. Um, but I've, I've seen many different situations. Everybody's different. Some people go to school and it does them, you know, does yeah. them a million. And then some people go to school and it does nothing. So it's so true. Like, I went to school thinking, like, I need to polish up my promoting and my marketing and my advertising and my speaking. And then, like, literally, like, so far, I know it's only, like, a month in. And it's, like, I don't know if I'm learning anything as much as I'm getting a social life out of it to get people on the podcast. <laughs> well, either, like, either way. Like, it's crazy. It, you know? Yeah. Because I thought, I was like, oh, yeah, like, this mar- the classes are going to get me where I'm at. No, just the socializing on campus is getting me where I want, where I imagine I would be or why I, why I decided to go to school. So you're absolutely right. It just depends. Like, you, I always tell people, if you can go to college, like, at least try it because you nev- you'll learn so much about yourself quickly. No, definitely. 
quickly. Like, if you can afford it, you can afford experimenting, then do it. Like, see if it's for you, because you'll learn so much, even outside of class. And that's what you do with it, too, because you can get a degree in something, but if you're not motivated and you're not out there pushing for what you want, you know, it's not like the degree is automatically going to hand you what you want. You're going to have to have to be motivated and want to talk to people and... Exactly. The motivation is is the key one. And I feel like, tell me if this is true. Did you have the confidence behind it? Like, do you have, do you have confidence in your work? Like in general? Now? Like, do you feel confidence? Um, just like in... In your work, in your work life, just in everything, because this is something I am working on. So I want to hear from your perspective. I feel like we're kind of on the same level. So I'm just curious to know. Um, I I feel pretty confident. Um, I don't feel like I'm exactly where I want to be yet. Mm -hmm. But um, I have three jobs right now, (laughs) and um, I. I feel pretty good in, in, in every single one of them, and I love everything that I do, and I feel like that's really important. And, um, I mean, there's times where I slip. Like, e- even just recently, I had to have a meeting with um, our executive director at the studio because she was having me do a lot of the communications and emailing people and talking with people, and I had to. I ended up having to tell her, like, I have no problem talking to people, but I really struggle with, like, sending out 20 emails a day when I'm because when I type something like I want it to sound professional and I want to be professional so I get myself too stressed out where it takes me like an hour to say <laughs> I can't you know what I mean I know so, exactly what you're saying <laughs> you know so like that's like a confidence thing like I have total confidence in myself and I can talk to people and I love my job but there's times where I'm like reading over this like proofreading one email for like a fucking hour because I want to be great you know like I don't want to send something because I talk in slang like it's hard for me not to send an email that's like hey like what's up can you do this for me (laughs) me and you can't do that like you can't do that yes you can yes you can not in my job not in my job I have to copy my executive director Oh, she has a script. She has a script for you. She is copied in everything, and I will get an email in return (laughs) saying, Megan, you know. You can't say that their pieces. (laughs) Your pieces are fucking fire. Like, you cannot say that. Can you, like, use a different term? Like, (laughs) sorry, Megan, you cannot use fucking dope. <laughs> you cannot comment on the bottom of the photo moist just because it's a <laughs> Yeah, so I mean like I do feel confident, yes, but there are things that I struggle in and there are still things that I want to improve in. So Yeah. But, I mean that's all the time. See, I wanted to ask you. I felt weird asking anybody else. And like I f- don't know if I like feel confidence. I just feel like I have no other choice. Like I'm just like this is what I can do, and I know I can do it. And like I don't right. hate You're doing going it. Right, in the right direction. And- right, like and I don't hate doing it. Right, but then when I like talk to other people about it, or like explain it to people, or like even talk about my talk about you know myself in the sage advice persona, if you will, they're like, I don't think you have confidence. <laughs> what? 
I totally feel like you do. Because I have, like, a self-deprecating tone, right? So, <laughs> and, like, my brand is, like, kind of, like, self-deprecating and, like, dark. And I, like, talk about emotions. So they were like, I just don't think you have confidence, sweetie. And I'm like, I don't have confidence. You don't need that negativity in your life. Get right? that person. So I wondered, I was Especially like. Especially for them calling you sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wondered, I was like. Does Megan have confidence, and is she told that she has confidence? Because I'm always told that I don't have confidence, but I feel like I, I, I feel like I probably do have confidence. I just assume that that feeling of this is what I'm supposed to be doing is that form of confidence. So I was always like, I wonder if Megan's told the same thing. <laughs> I, um, I'm normally. I'm normally to- told that I do have confidence, but I don't always feel that way. Like when someone tells exactly. me like, oh yeah, like you seem confident and whatever. Um, a lot of the time, like my first thought is like, what? <laughs> bitch, <laughs> bitch, where? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, um, I have, I'm just as in- like insecure as any other person with like work and things like that. Like with my decisions, you know, I'm like, like it took me an hour to send an email. Like, <laughs> But, um, I literally I cried. There's, like, <laughs> you know, there's my strong, you know, there's things that I'm strong in, and there's things that I'm not, just like any other, any other person. So it's it's hard to say, I guess. Yeah. So let's talk about this for a minute. Let's visit this subject because I haven't been able to really visit with anybody else because a lot of the people I have on are from Fresno, and this is interesting for you and for me both. So you know. Mariposa is essentially your hometown, right? Right. So tell me, what was it like leaving your hometown and your decision to make it? How does it feel? Uh, like, how does it feel today? Like, how did it feel first and how does it feel today? And your thoughts uh, in general on Mariposa. Um, I mean, I don't have anything negative to say about Mariposa. My senior year wasn't really that enjoyable for me so by the time I graduated um I was like ready (laughs) like (laughs) like I'm I had a place lined up like I was just ready and I was so excited to leave not just because of Mariposa but just because of just you know I was just ready to spread my wings type thing Uh and uh when I first moved here I I was super happy um I went through a little stage where I was a little depressed, you know, like, cause I didn't know anybody. Like you live in a town where everybody's, everybody's best friend. And I was pretty much, um, I had a lot of friend groups and I had a lot of people that I felt close to. And so moving here and not knowing anyone was kind of depressing. And it took me a while to get used to that. But, um, after I made a couple solid friends, um, I mean, I absolutely love it here. Like, it still has that small town feel, which is really awesome. And um, when I when I go to visit Mariposa, it I'm always sad to leave. Like I, I always love it, and it'll be my hometown. But I'm uh, I'm glad I left because I wouldn't have achieved anything that I've achieved in the last couple of years if I was still there. See that? See, I can never share that story. I only have my side, which was like Mariposa wasn't my hometown, so I have the same. The same feelings you felt in Paso Robles, the same feelings you have about Paso Robles are almost the same feelings I have from Mariposa. So I was always curious to hear other people talking about leaving their hometown because I don't, 
I, I don't know. I'm still processing it. I've only been gone for like, I'm back in Fresno. I left Fresno for seven years and I've just been back for seven months. So I haven't yeah. completely processed everything I've learned or experienced in seven years in within the seven months. But we will revisit that. I just wanted to hear that that story. Yeah, no, I totally it. love Because it's super just, interesting. Uh, I'm not ready to go. I mean, right <laughs> now, I would, I'm would. i saying I would never move back there. But, I mean, that could change. I don't know. But we'll see. <laughs> it's super funny. I'm, it's super funny when people talk about the mountains. <laughs> well, it's weird. It's so like right? the cool thing is though is like I I worked at um, this little burger place in um, Atascadero, and from three to five we would do dollar fries and dollar drinks. So all of the high school was right there, and all the high school students would like run down to the burger place and like complete. We used to tease like I'm like this looks like an apocalypse because they'd come down the hill. <laughs> And they'd go in there to get fries. And I would always think to myself, like, my high school was so much better than this one. <laughs> straight up. Because there's, there'd be these, like, freshman girls, like, cursing and trying to fight and, like, being crazy. And I'm like, this never happened in Mariposa. <laughs> or at least not with the people I hung out with. Like, it made me so grateful that I went to school in Mariposa because it was like, these kids are insane. Like, they're so ghetto. And, like, there were so many, like drug bus and like all this first of all crap. our high school had more drug busts than that high school and i know it i can sense it <laughs> i said i think our high school had more drug busts so step up your game other high school like i don't know i've always felt really safe in yeah that's different in mariposa i really did and um you know like people talk about their you know my friends they talk about the parties that they'd they'd go to or whatever the, the greatest one though is when people are like oh, like, I hate living here, like, there's nothing to do, and I'm like, my town didn't even have a Starbucks, like, you want to go into that, like, are you serious, like, I grew up with no Starbucks, no movie theater, no mall, like, and you're gonna try to tell me that there's nothing to do here, like, you guys have the ocean, like, isn't that enough? Fuck. No, my favorite one, my all all time favorite. I will never like let it go. Is like when I get artists on, and they're just like, I love the small town community feel. First of all, number one, I was like, listen, Susan, you are an LGBTQ minority. All right, like when I tell them about Mariposa, I'm like, you are an LGBTQ minority. You don't want that for your life. <laughs> like, listen, not all of them are cool like me and Megan, all right? Don't wish that upon yourself. Or, at, at, like, uh, um, okay, this might, at, uh, at the restaurant, I work at this restaurant, and they made risotto, which is, like, a cheesy rice or whatever. I'm yeah. Like, oh, try this. And I was like, damn, that's really good. It'd be good in a burrito. <laughs> and the cooks, the cooks are like, What'd you do? Hang out with Mexicans growing up? And I was like, no, my school only had like four. It's so true. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> or and then the second one. I just really love nature. I love the snow. I love like just being isolated in the woods. Bitch. <laughs> you don't know isolation until your pipes are frozen and you can't shower. 
You don't know isolation until you can't leave your house for like three weeks with no power, <laughs> no heat, no food. <laughs> Have you ever like walked in, like opened your front door and realized you cannot open your front door? <laughs> yeah, totally. Right? So, like, when they say Nate, or, like, I'll be like, yeah, I lived, like, outside of Yosemite, and they're like, oh, my God, will you take me up there and, like, show me all the different, like, hikes and trails? I'm like, bitch, I'm not going back there. People ask me all the time, too, like, oh, you're from Yosemite, like, did you go on cool hikes and stuff? And I'm like, no, I smoked weed and painted. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, I went on cool hikes. I literally haven't been on one hike. (laughs) I went on cool hikes, but I just... Like, here's the thing. It's not like I hated it. That's the wrong word. It's just, like, that's behind me. Like, I don't want to revisit that. I've already lived it. Like, I don't want to relive it with somebody else, you know? No, totally. I hate that. <laughs> or, or, like, the snow is so beautiful. Like, bitch, where? That's, like, that's, like, white hell. Like, no. <laughs> that's just frozen hell. <laughs> Oh, I can't God. name one good thing that came from, like, snow season. <laughs> snow days? <laughs> Even that sucked. I was, like, home with no power. <laughs> God damn it, I'd rather be at school. <laughs> yeah, I was like, at least it's warm there. <laughs> they turned on their fucking heat. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm living. Okay, favorite vine. Oh, God. Like, the first thing that pops into my mind is just, like, the welcome to Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, there's so many. Like, I am just, like, the vine queen. Like, if you look at my Facebook, like, anytime there's, like, like one of those, like, mixed videos of, like, oh, vines, amazing. I always share it because they're just, like, they're just so funny. Like, there's so many that I would just have to, like, show you. <laughs> like, literally, like, you know those, when they're titled Vines That Cured My Depression? Bitch, it's true. It's so true. It's so true. I like. I love when I like have that coworker that like we're doing something and then they like quote it. Yes. They quote a vine and I instantly am like, we just became best friends. Like, yes. Every time. Yes, every time. literally. Okay. Like we were, there was this crazy cat lady that came into my line, and. <laughs> She was talking about this war she's having with her other fucking neighbor in her apartment complex. And she literally said, not on my watch. And I said it like the vine. <laughs> and so imagine, like, this old lady just talking about this beef, this fucking territory war she's having between her four cats <laughs> and her neighbor. <laughs> and the bitch accidentally references a vine. <laughs> oh, wait, she did? She accident. She just said not on my watch, right? Naturally, yes. just the expression, and it was me and then another younger co. She was younger. She's probably three years younger than me. I'm probably the oldest person out of the people in our our department, right? So right. she says not on my watch, and I look at the girl, the coworker, and I'm like, not on my watch, like the vine, like verbatim. <laughs> Like, verbatim, with the same energy, almost in the same voice. Oh my god. I went to, when I was in downtown Slow, I went to a concert. I went to a Bad Baby concert with my friend Sarah, 
and we got super wasted and we were walking downtown slow and we uh we like went to one of the bars and we went to the bathroom and we got in there and on the walls in like big letters that said fuck your chicken strips <laughs> fuck your chicken strips <laughs> <laughs> we got so excited like we took pictures in front of it and everything like fuck your chicken strips we were like so stoked about it we're like this is the best day ever and like she's one of my friends who like tags me in vines too so <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm like, did someone really write fucking chicken strips on the <laughs> Or like I my meet this person and marry him. <laughs> or my favorite one is I am Confucian, right? I've been saying it like consistently. And so <laughs> So someone that was on my podcast live streaming and she's like, I am confusion and no one else knew what the fuck she was talking about. You're like, I know. I, I was you. like Queen. <laughs> God, vines. Like I smell like a beef. <laughs> Rest in peace, vine. Like <laughs> I know. Like why did that ever end? Like I made vines. Like me and Katana made vines all the time, and we thought we were funny. And like I wish I could like go on Vine and watch these videos of Katana and I, and I can't. <laughs> She's gonna be. We literally made like vines of us brushing our teeth. Like they were so dumb. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I they're gone forever, and I'm super upset about it. Gone forever. <laughs> I know, rip vine. I feel like it feels good ending on a depressing note about vine <laughs> being dead. It just feels right after being on hiatus. <laughs> god, I love vine. <laughs> Rest in peace, vine. Fuck you, Vine. Like, <laughs> uh, feels good. It feels good to end on a sad note. I feel like we haven't done that in such a long time. <laughs> well, we're um, damaged. <laughs> yeah, it's been thirteen episodes since uh, we've mentioned damaged emotionally and probably physically as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. To all of our dads not listening, you did this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's probably not listening right now because he doesn't care. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, Dad. I know you care. I love you. I just It was for comedy purposes. I know you're, you're a very attentive, caring father. Please don't ask <laughs> to spend time with me. I know you care. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. Please calm down. <laughs> So let's conclude. Let's talk about your, uh, promote your amazing Instagram, promote the studio you are working for, everything, all of that. Promoting the Instagram for studios? Everything. Promote everything. Get it all out there. Well, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, yeah, I have, so I just made a new Instagram for, uh, for my kids art classes um it's mc robbins studios Mm -hmm. so it's the same as like my regular my regular instagram is just mc robbins let me just clear this up mc robbins you have no idea how many people call me mick robbins (laughs) like really they call you mick robbins all the time they're like oh it's like mcdonald's but mick robbins i'm like no why didn't you put dot why didn't you put periods why didn't you put periods on it? I, I didn't think... I thought people would just know that my middle name's Christine and put two and two. People think my name is Sage Advice. 
<laughs> so I get it. Come on, people. No. Yeah, I guess I should change it and put a period. But then everything I'm tagged in won't link to me anymore. Doesn't it? It doesn't change automatically. Fuck you, Instagram. Like I know. I don't know why it doesn't do that. But um, yeah. And then I do um, studios on the park is studios PR. So it's like studios past rebels. Um. So I just I manage all those accounts, and it's you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's you know. It's, you know. It'd be like uh, that sometimes. <laughs> like, huh? It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> it'd be like, and it'd just be like that sometimes. So, yeah. I, another thing is, like, I don't want to make an Instagram for Squirrel because I love posting him on my Instagram. Yeah. You know, I gotta, I gotta even it out. I gotta have the wall pics, a video, then a Squirrel pic, you know. Gotta keep it even. <laughs> or like, I don't like posting like just a picture of myself since like I don't have that like, MC Robbins quality photos yet. <laughs> so like, to like counteract how fucking trash I am and look in my photos, I like put a vine first. <laughs> I literally, I like, so it's like no one like, cause like here's the thing. First of all, let me finish my first thought. I am a fucking wreck. Okay, so. I post a vine first, right? And then I post, like, my trash ass body. Or, or, like, just my trash face. Okay. So, basically, what happened was, I was like, some people don't like, you know, Instagrams that just post pictures of themselves. Like, I get it. Right? That was my first thought. Then my second thought was, like, if no, if I don't get a lot of likes on my photos of myself, I'm, like, triggered. I'm like, fuck you, too. <laughs> like... Right, but then you're like, oh, it's just the vine. It's just, it's just the vine. So now I post pictures of the... I put the vine in my photo. So in my mind, I'm like, people like me and my vines. <laughs> Fucking perfect. And then I still get Can a lot of likes. you even meme? <laughs> and then they... St- and I still get likes. So... There you go. And that's what matters. I get followers too because people think I just like I'm a person. I'm an account that just reposts vines. Yes, <laughs> love vine. <laughs> love the title of this episode <laughs> is going to be "Damaged Women Appreciating Vine and Art." <laughs> Appreciating vine and art. <laughs> God, it's so funny. My bo- I was like, I told my boss, I'm like, oh, I have to, I have to leave. I'm doing this podcast with my friend or whatever. And she's like, oh my gosh, like that's so special. Like you have to send it to me. And I'm like, Never I'm pretty mind. sure it's gonna be very vulgar. <laughs> no, it's gonna instead of wine and art, it's vine and art. <laughs> right? Yeah. Listen, I don't think this was actually vulgar. I think I would happily show this to my boss as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe. this is art. What is your boss's name? Sasha. Stasha? Sasha. S-A-S-H-A. Okay, good, because I was about to make fun of her name. Sasha, listen. Megan's a wonderful woman. She's grown so much since the past, since the four years I haven't talked to her. All right? Listen, <laughs> I just realized the four years that I haven't talked to her, I was missing out personally, and that's on me. So thank you, Jazz, for reuniting Megan and I. And second <laughs> Thanks, of all, Jazz. Sasha, you have you have an amazing employee. Don't let this podcast be reflective of who Megan is. This is only reflective of me. She did not 
know what she was getting herself into. She just <laughs> really knew so that she was funny. helping out uh, one of the sad fat kids from high school. She's like, who knows? She's probably still a sad fat kid. I, I <laughs> need to help her. I never, ever <laughs> thought of you that way. <laughs> ever. She was like, I need a tax write-off. Get some charity work under my belt. <laughs> Good karma. Just, we out here. Oh, 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 shit. Can I write this off? <laughs> She's like... Good karma. Like, we're just trying to get that good karma. Like, like we've done some bad shit lately. Like, let's help this sad fat girl out. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're still doing stuff like this. Because I remember when you do, like, what was the morning TV thing called? Oh, that's called in cringe. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any of those saved? I deleted them all. I was like, no. You have them all? No, I deleted them. I deleted it from my ex- memory, my existence. No. I changed my name and I'm. On. I changed my name and moved on. Oh my god! No, those were good. I mean, that's where it started, and that's also where it ended. <laughs> yeah. So Sasha, she's amazing. Um. Don't let this reflect her work ethic. She does. She's she's great. Me, on the other hand, <sighs> let me tell you something. If you need, if one of your artists wants to do a dark piece, or like, they you have a gallery going on that is like themed dark and depressing, just give them all of my episodes after one thirteen. <laughs> so like. From a hundred down, they, if they need to get in that zone of like darkness and sadness, those are my episodes. Got you guys. Always looking out go. for you guys. Always looking out for you guys. <laughs> uh, depressed May the podcast be your muse for all depressing pieces. <laughs> and or trash. <laughs> and or. You're like, you know what? We need to design a new trash can. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So you can catch me on Instagram at that sage advice. You know what? People are asking me, is sage advice my real name? I'm not going to acknowledge that. I'm not going to acknowledge that because you. I need you to hear what you're saying. I respect you and I love you. So I need you to hear what you are saying. <laughs> and ask yourself, is this question a smart question? Yes, dumb questions do exist. Don't fight me on it. It's true, and you know it. <laughs> That's right. And also, uh, new episodes every Wednesday. As stated earlier, we are doing more episodes focused on women artists um, because it's an experiment. We're just trying to like get an idea, get a feel for it, and um, representation, all right, for young girls everywhere. We're getting some representation for y'all, all right? And also because I like talking to women more, they get my humor. Sorry about it. Have you listened to la- the January episodes with the straight men I had on? They were good episodes, but you know my best episodes are with fellow women. You guys, you and I both know this. Except JD. And Megan loves JD Garza. Be sure to check out JD Garza and the JD Garza episodes as well. So, And honestly, all of the RuPaul Drag Race episodes with John Pierre. I did not forget my roots. This. <laughs> Don't call me out on it. I didn't forget my roots, alright? Fuck off. (laughs) 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 
A lot of you guys think I forgot my roots. I know where I started from. And it was RuPaul's Drag Race. Love that show. Love that show. There's plenty of episodes about it. And 30 episode, I think it's like 40 and 90. I review RuPaul's Drag Race. And I think we're going to do one, another one soon. I don't know what month. Like I said, I might, I'm going to do a Pride Month episode, but I feel like it'd be too easy to do it on Pride Month and too cheap. You know, I want to be respectful. All right. I respect you guys. I don't want to be too easy and cheap. All right. None of that shit here. This is not Jimmy Fallon. All right. We're not going to be cheap here. Megan doesn't have TV, so she doesn't know what I'm talking about. But Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is trash. <laughs> I think I'm just salty because he had Marissa Cardiche on before me. So whatever. <laughs> there you go. Yes, new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Anchor FM, and a few other places. But we're only here for that Spotify clout, boy. Like none of that other shit. Thank you, Megan. Be sure to check out Megan at MC Robbins. On Instagram, look at all of her mural pictures. And uh, <laughs> keep a lookout. I might do a recreation of one of her photos. I want you to know bikini photos will not be happening. I would literally kill myself. If I had to, like, <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't look at myself. Like, I just, it's too hard. Like, I would just, like, I would, could not. Like, nothing. And I like you. I like your Instagram. I think your boyfriend must love you so much. Because you're, I was looking at your bikini photos, and I was like, these aren't thirst traps. <laughs> <laughs> what defines a thirst trap? Like, you just know. You just know, alright? And I was looking, and I was just like, this is why straight men love Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> like, I looked, and I just knew. I was like, this is why straight men like her. Opposed to <laughs> not like straight men liking you, but like straight men liking you romantically, because like oh. <laughs> you can post like a cute photo and like you you can tell like you're trying to be cute, like you're trying to like get a dick appointment, but at the same time, <laughs> but at like the same time you can also tell it's like sweet and cute and like you're not being a thought, like that's, that's my that's my only goal. <laughs> <laughs> like I like and this isn't shaming anybody that posts thirst traps I live for a good host story like I live for a good thirst trap I live for a good like dick appointment tale or like announcing that you need a dick appointment I'm here for it like we're not slut shaming here but like I was thinking I was looking at it and I was like you know Megan is that bitch like she can post like a photo like this and no one's gonna be like wow Wow, Megan. <laughs> they're gonna be that they're gonna be that vine of the it's like wow, but it's the wow. kid but but it's the kid vaping wow. Like when they see it, yeah. they're like, wow. Like she can cause you walk a slippery you you walk a slippery slope when you post like bikini pictures on Instagram. And you you didn't. You're like nailed it. You're like, I want people to know like I'm down for a dick appointment, but also like who knows? I'm just being sweet and I'm at the beach. Like <laughs> That was literally my words when I posted that. <laughs> <laughs> like, could suck some dick right now, but also I can enjoy the beach. Who knows? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. <laughs> exactly. And I just wanted to compliment that on you. For you. Like. <laughs> Thank you, Sage. <laughs> You're welcome. See, we started out insulting, and then we ended on a good note. So, that's how we do on the podcast. <laughs> So, 
yeah, you can keep posting your your subtle yet uh thir- like like thirst inducing pictures on Instagram for all of the straight men and for all of the basic white girls out there or all the all the white girls out there trying to get 200k with that teeth whitening promo on their Instagram. <laughs> keep inspiring us and making us envious of all all of your Instagram. Keep up the good work. <laughs> keep up the good work and I can't wait to be tagged in all your vines that you find on Instagram. <laughs> this is happening soon. I can't wait. I love to be tagged in stuff. I love it. Like I wish more people would do it. So yeah. have a great night everybody. This was fun. I enjoyed this. I hope you enjoy it. More episodes to come. Bye.